0: What's up everybody, this is Kyle Krieger and I am one half of the team at Lighthouse Educator Development and Value as Value. And I wanna welcome you to this episode of the Value as Value podcast along with Wilkie Law. We started this podcast three years ago to help teachers become the kind of teacher their kids deserve. And we're so thrilled to be joined by you on this journey and to have you be a part of our uh, teaching community. So you're here because you want to get better you want to be that teacher your kids deserve you want to be that teacher your kids need and we hope to help you become that teacher by sharing our stories and the stories of educators from around the country of how they built their craft through experience how they continue to sharpen their skill set through reflection and how they're leveraging their authenticity to be the change that we need to see in our kids so We're thrilled that you're here and we're so glad you joined us. But before you do that, if you don't mind hitting the subscribe button, we'd really appreciate it and sharing this episode if you find value. If you want to find us outside of this podcast, you can do that on YouTube uh, as value adds value. And as well, you can find us on Facebook as Lighthouse Educator Development or Twitter and Instagram. You can find us at value adds value. But for now, we hope you enjoyed this episode
1: of the Value Adds Value Podcast.
0: Before we get started on this episode, everybody, we want to take a chance to talk to you about a platform and a company that we believe in, and that's Nearpod. Now we've had a relationship with Nearpod for over a year now, and it is by far the best educational platform we've ever used. What Nearpod is is a presentation and engagement tool that you can use with your students. The things we love about it is you can create lessons that can either be paced by you, the teacher, or you can create lessons that allow your students to work at their own pace. And it's interactive and wonderful she has added that makes it so much easier is it can integrate with google slides and vocabulary so if you want to try nearpod for free go to this website go.nearpod.com backslash value adds value that's go.nearpod.com backslash value adds value to try nearpod for free
1: Welcome back to the Value Adds Value podcast. This is the first podcast of 2020 from myself, Kyle Krieger, and I want to welcome you. And I'm with my boy, Wilkie V. Law III.
2: Will, welcome to 2020. What's going on? Yes, sir. Well, help us, sir. Happy New Year to everybody.
1: Happy yeah. New year. Yeah. We are excited uh, to kick off the 2020 part of, of this year on the podcast here with a uh, a guest who we've been following for a few months now because we're really trying to up our video game and our photography game. And he came across our Instagram and we're super thrilled because the stuff he's doing is awesome. So Claudio Zavala jr. We're thrilled to have you on the podcast, man. Thank you for taking some time.
3: Well, thank you for having me. I I really appreciate it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So we are Claudio right now, uh, January. We've this year of our podcast, this is going to be the fourth year we've done our podcast, Mm -hmm. but this school year part, we're really trying to have um, themes by month, sort of like you would set up a, a teaching class. So in January, we want to give teachers what they need to really like finish out the 2020 part of the school year strong. And we, we really feel like online, digital media, social media is a place where, where teachers need to grow and, and teach their kids So that's really why we wanted to bring you on here to make sure that that teachers are getting the resources that they need to explore these mediums and share them with their kids. So, um, could you just to get us started, um, tell us the story of
3: how and why you got into the education profession? Absolutely. So, um, initially, I started off wanting to be an architect uh, while I was in high school. Uh, I've always had a passion for 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 you know the, the the creative type of arts, um, drawing, and so um, I, I was like leaning towards being an architect. I did woodworking in high school, so it was really good working with my hands and enjoyed doing that. I did it for four years and went off to college and took uh, some courses and down, just weird things happen, and you just kind of I don't know, it was loss of interest, and uh, then I shifted to wanted to be a firefighter, firefighter paramedic crazy things i was basically i was actually one class away or uh, an academy away from actually finishing that up and um life has certain things that happen and i was you know what this is not this is not what i'm gonna do and uh, went off to uh college and said um I, you know what i'm gonna be a teacher I, I don't know why i don't know why what kind of pushed that uh interest to do that but i said you know what um, I love uh, I love baseball and I, I'm a Spanish speaker so I said you know what I'll be a Spanish teacher slash baseball coach <laughs> and so and went to college and that's and that was the goal so I, I, my degree is in Spanish and I minored in in, in baseball it's funny uh, you can minor in, in athletics basically and uh, so I got my uh, degree, finished up school, and I was like, you know what? I don't know where I'm going to go, and I went through a uh, bilingual certification program. Um, I grew up in San Diego, so I did it through the school district there. I uh, was fortunate enough to like work as I'm going through the program and uh, ended up teaching elementary school for 13 years. So Didn't do baseball, didn't do Spanish, but I worked with students who basically, uh, like me, I was a Spanish speaker growing up. And so I, I was in an ESL. And so I taught students that basically were like me when I was young. And so um, enjoyed it. Uh, and yeah, I've been in education for 20 plus years since then.
1: Wow. Wow. That I didn't say... <clears throat> because i was following your your instagram story and you must have been back in san diego recently cuz it looked like you came home with like 10 different new san diego padres hats
2: <laughs> yeah. no i had
3: uh every time i go i try to pick one up so um that's just a collection of hats i've had through every trip and when i first moved out here so i i love ball caps so <laughs> how did you how did you
1: end up in fort worth from san diego
3: uh, you know, it was at the, it was at the time when it was the cost of living, was, you know, how am I going to be able to provide for my family, uh, at a, um, you know, modest income and being able to provide a home. And so I have, uh, my wife's family is here. So that kind of made the move easy. We have someone here and, uh, um, been here this year will be 14 years. 14, yeah. 14 years that we've been out here. So, um, yeah, i been enjoying it. People are great. And, uh, yeah. you know, so I have I have connections in the West Coast and right here in, in Texas.
1: Yeah, I'm the same. I, gr- I grew up in small town Wisconsin. But in 2008, when I graduated college, there just weren't jobs around me. So I taught in Houston eight years. That's where I met Wilkie. But now oh, okay. I'm my um, I have two small nephews, two and four. And then I have two small nieces who are like five months and two and a half months. So just got to be time to come back and do the family thing but uh we appreciate that so um is there a a person who has really added value to you as an educator and if so could you describe their impact on you
3: yeah so i'm going to say this was my high school
2: woodshop teacher Um, wood woodshop yeah, so they don't even the, do that anymore. It's a, no, di- it's a dying
3: no, it's, art. It is. It is interesting. He's so I. I took it for four years, and um, I can build you a table. I can build you an arm. Ball. <laughs> I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm pretty uh, <laughs> proficient in it. So he was just an amazing uh, person, and the reason I kind of thought about him is it's just an example of what an educator is um he was passionate about his subject loved his subject but also loved his students and really con- did the most to connect with us um and and you know you you have uh, uh, as an educator you you want your students to respect you and you know obviously it's cuz you're a, a, an authoritative figure in the classroom but at the same time he he earned the respect by the way he treated us and um i think that's just the, the perfect example so um he was very personable he shared his he, he shared his life with us you know as a lot of times as an educator you you're trying to hide you know if, if you teach in the in the community actually if you live in the community you teach and you know oftentimes um you may run into your students i didn't have that i didn't live in the community but like for example my wife does now so we're at the stores and students oh my god she she shops at walmart too you know um so the students want to want to know who you are so he was just he was a fisherman he loved fishing he uh his his dream was to retire and live on a boat and you know he did he brought a lot of his stuff that um he would make uh (laughs) nowadays i don't know if you'd be able to do this but he he made a a harpoon in the in the class and showed us you know he um never shot it or anything like that but just kind of uh Designed it and and built it, and it was just kind of one of those things like, wow, that's pretty, pretty cool. But he just talked about fishing and, and um, just trying to connect with us, have a relationship with us, and um, and really empathize when you know we were struggling. And, but man, he was just that was just. The, I, I guess maybe if I would say that might have had an, an impact in in my desire to be a teacher, and um, you know, I went back and visited him uh, when I still live there, and. The woodshop was gone, and I said, oh, my God, what happened to the woodshop? Ah, you know, budget slash now he's teaching math. And um, I think he's retired since since the last time I seen him. But, um, yeah, that's just uh, the person who added value to me and, and really taught me how to connect with others, whether you're a teacher or not, just how to be uh, – how to have relationships with others.
2: Wow. And you know it's it's just crazy you say that because I I live and work in my neighborhood also, and I I ran into one of my former students in the mall and when he when he saw me he he like ran up to me and he was like oh my god Mr. Law and people looking at him like he's a celebrity and he looked at the kids and he's like don't worry this is just my teacher and and it, it gave me this such a huge feeling of of connection and so and that's beyond teaching math. You know what I mean? That goes beyond teaching shop. And I think that that speaks to what great teachers do is they teach students to understand how they can connect their dots with who they are so that they can become who they're supposed to be, not who someone's telling them to become. And he yeah. did that by sharing those things with you. This is who I am. I make harpoons. I want to go fishing. You may never think about I know kids may read, what's a harpoon? You know, some kids will read that on a test and wouldn't know what a harpoon is. And but he was bringing that experience into the classroom so that yeah. you can make those connections with it. Absolutely. That's awesome. That's awesome. So <clears throat> looking at where we're going in 2020, what role do you think digital media should be, should play in education? Um, I'm going to say that w- with all the
3: advances in technology and all the availability, you know, of, of, of creative tools in our hands, um, I think in education digital media really uh i see it storytelling being a huge part in in twenty twenty and I, I think it's been happening um this past year, so I see that storytelling is a huge piece you know that everybody can can do everybody can share um I think you kind of said it um um Wilkie is that you know. You want the students to be able to share who they are, uh, where they come from, their experiences, and who's best to tell that but the student. Who's best to share that but the teacher, you know, that's working in the classroom. And I think in 2020, storytelling is going to be a huge piece that digital media will play and help anybody be able to share who they are, their experiences, and really tell the story in the way that they know how, in the way that they um are passionate about it that you know they'll um they'll enjoy and they'll take uh ownership and pride in what they're creating what they're sharing um and like i said it's 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 going to be so it's pretty accessible to many uh, you know student, if you're a school that has a byod or even one-to-one you have that tool and it's like take advantage of of what's there and being able to, to Create and share stories, whether it's a, a visual story, a video, a motion, or a static image, um, or even text, it, it, music. It's so many different ways that 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 a student will be able to tell the story in the way that they are passionate about, it, the way that they enjoy doing. Mm. Right. Yeah, and
1: this is more just for me because I'm now at a school that has sort of on students using their own devices kind of buried their head in the sand and just said We're not gonna going to allow students to use their phones at all, and the technology is pretty pretty sparse so how how would you approach you know for me being a teacher like that are are there certain types of storytelling that you think are making a bigger difference for kids? um
3: you know i think i think the video maybe if i'm understanding your question um yeah you know i think video is is a huge uh opportunity um you know depending on the grade level you're teaching i think benny i mean my daughter's in high school you know she's on snapchat and all those social media platforms and they're sharing videos they're sharing stories and um you know, i think that's a powerful medium. Um, not the only medium, but it's a, it's a powerful medium that, like I said, anybody can pretty much make, create, um, and, you know, she, she does a great job. She shares what she's doing daily and, um, you know, being, being an educator myself and I was like trying to model for her, you know, what's, you know, um, what's the best way to, uh, you know, share who you are, you know, um. She's not one that takes pictures of food and stuff like that, but it's right. like you know I'm hanging out with friends. Here's what I'm doing. I'm at church. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And I think people say, you know who you are, um, and not not a, a, a fake you know a fake life, but you know be authentic. And I think that gives you opportunity to be authentic. Um, you know, I, I, I hope that helps. No that, I that, that no that's exact
1: that's exactly what I was. Was asking about. Thank you. That was perfect.
2: Be authentic. I love that. I tell my daughter she's in eighth grade, and I told her she wants social media, and I told her come to me with a plan of what you're wanting to do at this age, and we'll have a discussion about you being on social media. But I'm not. I don't, I'm not comfortable with her just being on there just for the jollies of it. But I told her I think if you can tell me what your idea is, and her and her best friend kind of started wanting to do this little vlog with their Trying different things and I said, okay, that's a direction. That's a purpose. And so she's slowly getting my endorsement into that and uh, because I understand the value of keeping though, I mean, uh, allowing students to use their voice. you know, I believe a lot of students feel like their voice has been Taken away from them because they're being told what to do so much. So their voice comes off angry you know, I teach in an urban environment so in Our schools, the kids could come off angry when really it's just their voice deprived, they, yeah. they, they don't have anyone to listen to who they are authentically.
3: You know, and, um, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to no, go, ahead. No, go ahead. Well, um, I think you're you're talking about, you know, um, there was a certain uh age where I said, you know, I gave my daughter a phone, but um, I think you know, if we think about the time when we were in high school, we were in school, and you know, I may, I'm I'm, I don't. I'm, I'm definitely going to age myself you know we had lockers and i don't see many lockers anymore but you open the door in your locker and you had your stickers there you had you know your your friends pictures there your whatever that oh, was that was shared that was your wall that was who you shared nobody else you know unless your close friends saw it but now everyone is kind of being able to see who you are but um one of the one of the um kind of the things that i shared with my daughter is like you know you should create she my daughter loves art she's an artist um And she's, she's, and I'm not saying that she's my daughter, but she's like, she's darn pretty, she's darn good at what she does. And so she went and created her uh, Instagram art account. And so when she does her art at school, she shares it, takes pictures of it, the stuff she does around the house, she shares it. And and so, uh, you know, I'm on there and I'm watching what she's doing. And and I think that's a, that's a powerful way, you know, so if you have a student that's a musician, uh, you know, an athlete, whatever students doing. Um, that's a great opportunity for them to kind of set, you know, their their digital footprint, um, whether whatever their passion is. But it's a great way to teach them. And let's say, you know, this is who you you know. Share who you are. Um, this is a great opportunity for you. Uh, it works out too when you're getting ready to go to college that people say like, hey, this person is someone who is adding value to others, who is uplifting others. You know, not not just random stuff. Well, and,
1: and this comes back to a point you made Wilkie forever, you know, that you're making Claudio about storytelling is that's the oldest form that we've had to learn. Like the initial things that human beings learned was through storytelling. So it's innately how humans want to learn. Oh yeah. It's just the mediums to do it in are a lot different now.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Hey guys, just a quick question. Have you subscribed to this podcast yet? If you haven't, it means mean the world to us that you would stick by us on this journey of becoming the teachers that our kids deserve. And also, if you want to learn more about the work that we do, how we can help you grow your craft and sharpen your skills and build your confidence and become that teacher that you've always wanted to be, a teacher who lives in their own authenticity and is doing the best they can for kids then check out the ledproject.com or patreon.com backslash value adds value so those are the places you can find us as well as subscribing to this podcast to continue to grow as an educator with us
2: so i'm going to skip over the next one because i want to kind of get to the using technology in the classroom so For educators who are novice in using technology in the classroom, which platforms allow them to get the biggest bang for their buck?
3: Awesome. Awesome. So I I was thinking of obviously apps that um, are tools that are are for the most part free Um, and that many can probably most likely have depending on the type of programs they have, like one-to-ones or, or if they have a, uh, laptops or Chromebooks or something like that. So um, I think some of the ones that will give the most, uh, the biggest bang, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say the Adobe Spark. Uh, the, I got several. So Adobe Spark apps, which is a post, video, and page um, free for uh, education. So if you are K-12, there's an opportunity for you to set it up where all your students K-12 can have access to it uh, and not just year 13 and over students. Um, Flipgrid is another great app. It used to, a couple years ago, it used to be a uh, a paid service, and then Microsoft bought them out, and now it's uh, pretty much free for everyone. And, and that one, there's so many great things with videos. That now there's like a an AR component to it, um, and just the opportunity for students to share their voice um, and through video. Uh, Wakelet is another great app. It's a great curation tool. Um, it's kind of like a, I think of it as a Pinterest in education. And um, I mean, you can pretty much uh, add content from here or there, put it together, and you're basically creating content. you putting something together and being able to share it with others. Um, some other ones too. If if you have if your school district that has, let's say, uh, Apple devices, you have Keynote, Pages, and Notes. Um, and I kind of recently started playing more with keynote and and there's just so many powerful uh things. For example, you can create motion uh like animation with it. It's like wow, it's like I didn't realize that um has advanced so much. So um if if you're an Apple district and have that, that's a great tool. And pretty much the ones I mentioned before, if you're uh either using Chromebooks or or laptops, you have access to it through the web versions of those apps. Mm. Yeah, awesome. there's a
1: few of them that I'm familiar with there, but there's definitely a few of them on here, and we've got. It's nice that we've got your list that what you wrote on the answer, so we're definitely going to come back and be able to, to try those out too. But awesome. yeah, we really appreciate that.
2: Awesome. Yeah. Um, so, what is our responsibility as educators to teach students how to have character in a digital world? Uh, uh, great question. Um, well, first, I'm
3: mean, ultimately i'm gonna i'm gonna say, you know, like. I think this should be a given, but I'll say it anyways, is that, you know, obviously I think it's, and we kind of talk about it as, as we have our own kids, you know, it's, it's parents' duty obviously to teach and model to the children. What's the the proper way to, um, you know, to communicate with others, um, not to, not to hide behind the laptop and and have the discussions with others, whether you agree or don't agree. Um, So I think first and foremost, it's uh, parents, but having said that as an educator, you definitely have a huge, huge um opportunity, a huge responsibility in helping your students being good, I would say digital citizenships in, in, in the digital world. Uh what's the I guess etiquette, um I like, like I mentioned, you know, if you if you have a disagreement, what is you know, what's what's the, the proper steps to, to have a, a discussion and, and, and not an argument, not not to uh you know, Oh, I hate you. I'm going to hide you. You know, it's just, you know, that's, first of all, you know, you're never, you're not going to learn if you're always with someone who you agree with you know, or someone you disagree with. You're not going to grow. um, the proper way. So as a, as a teacher, I think even having components in, in your classroom, some uh, maybe assignments that you're doing uh, have kind of build that into it. You know, if you're sharing something, um, you know, can what you create can what you share can it can it have can will there be consequences to what you're sharing? you know maybe you do want to share something that will open up discussion and just kind of premise it with what you're creating, hey, this is a video I made, but really want to get discussions going and let you know what you think um or if there's someone just sharing stuff and like, hey, are you really thinking about what you're sharing and what what it's going to you know is it gonna is it you know may you offend someone by what you're doing? Um, you know, um, and I think as an educator, that's, that's, you know, we kind of have to step back and kind of think about those things, uh, especially in the digital world, uh, and what you're sharing. And, um, like we kind of talked about earlier, is who you are, you know, what you're sharing, is that the message you want to convey as, you know, as you sharing with your students, is that who you want others to know who you are?
2: Right.
1: Right. Right yeah and that's just a thing and and something we're working on it, and that I struggle um with with my students is and and with the people I teach with is convincing teachers that the the digital world that our kids live in is as real to them as our quote unquote real world yeah and I feel like so many places I've been that they they want to try to convince kids to be good people and it'll translate over to their digital world. But we're kind of of the mind that you, at this point in the world, you have to go the other way. You have to teach them how to be a good person online and it'll translate to their real world.
3: Yeah.
2: I agree.
1: So, I mean, and it's, it's, that's, like, them,
2: that's how they communicate. That's how they communicate.
3: Oh yeah. For sure. Yeah. And if you're trying, if you are, uh, I would say if, you, I would say, I don't want to say resistant, but um, I can't think of another word. But if you know, this like, hey, put the phone away. I don't want it. Um, you know, I would first of all, it's like if your students are, your students are in that world. Well, then you know, start using some of those things in your classroom. I mean, I've seen folks you know, like, hey, we're studying uh, 17th century, you know, artists. What would that artist have posted had he had Instagram? You know. The, you know little assignments like that like you kind of bring that in and he's like <laughs> then your, your students are thinking oh i think if he would have shared this piece of art he might have he might have added this caption to it hey, you know this um, oh, i love take, that take advantage yeah. of take advantage of uh of, of their you know use the world that they're in bring it into the classroom and it, they it, you never know it may or may not work but that's
2: you know Try it. <laughs> I'm going to try it. I just you just gave me a great idea of an assignment <laughs> called "Caption This." Nice, giving the kids something now. Caption. How would you caption this if you are posting this on social media? <laughs> oh, I love it. Thank you. Cool. Cool. And, and
1: you know, I teach eighth grade geography slash global studies, and for me, like looking at something like the president's Twitter feed and asking the question, <laughs> "Is this?" You know, how how is history gonna view his Twitter feed? Because he's the first president that ever primarily communicates via Twitter. Yeah. And in a in a world that we live in where we just you know, kids post tweets and it's like they're just like, Oh, it doesn't it doesn't matter. It's just Twitter. Like how is how is that dichotomy gonna work yeah, out?
3: Yeah. That's great. Yeah, definitely.
1: All right. So, as we wrap up, we want to be respectful of your time because we know we got to get you got to get your daughter to soc- it's soccer practice, right? Or is it yes, of- soccer practice? Soccer practice. <laughs> so, as we wrap up, here one question we'd like to ask everybody is um what is one thing that you think all kids should be taught?
3: Um I think all students should be taught um creativity. Um and it's kind of one I've been kind of on that um, vein in the past I would say two three years about creativity and and really diving into what is it and um you know the myth that you know only artists are creative creative and really we're all creative um and it's just in how you solve a problem you're creative and how you you deal with situations. You're creative, you know, and obviously you're creative in, in, our, in an artistic way. Um, but I think it's something that all students should be taught. And you know, um, it, it kind of begins, you know, in the lower grades. You, you're doing, you're, you're doing your art. You know, you're drawing, but um, you're you're designing. You're thinking of things and how to, uh, you know, even the whole step of, you know, what color should I put on here? That's 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 a whole that's a whole thinking that's going on in, in a student's head um that's a creative process and i think through, as kids students get older in and, and grades you move up in grades a lot of that is lost because you know testing and this and that um and it kind of like that gets pushed aside like you know um, and then when the student graduates and goes to college all these companies are looking for people that are creative but we've we've made students that are not creative or, you know, we've kind of stifled that. So I I think that's, if, if we can kind of get, bring that back into schools, you know, I don't have the, the, let's say the, the a hundred percent answer, you know, how to do it. It's like, I, right. I just like, Hey, give them opportunities to create videos, give them opportunities to create, to write uh, stories, to, to make music. You know, those are just ways, kind of veins for them to do it. And, and, um, was, you know, the whole designing and thinking behind that. Um, If we can get our students the opportunity to do that, I think that'd be great.
1: Perfect. And before we ask the last question, uh, people want to connect with you, learn more about the work you're doing, uh, ask questions, where are the best places for them to do that?
3: So you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Claudio Zavala Jr. And you could also check out my website iamclaudius.com and i'm also there on in youtube you can either uh, search claudius of all junior or i am claudius um in youtube and all those places you can find me as well on facebook just kind of type my name out as well um yeah i'd love to connect with you we're
1: just it. Well man, we, we appreciate you taking a little bit of time here this morning during break, um and, and dropping some knowledge on us, man. There's a lot that we're gonna have to unpack here just in this in this 30 minutes. But awesome. um our our final question, one that we think is the most important, um as an educator, what do you want your legacy to be? So um it's
3: just a this was something I kind of was thinking about. It's like how do I want to be remembered? So I, I think as someone who has, who had a passion for learning and sharing with others how to create, I just I hope that that's as people think about me. as like you know, Claudio, he, man, he he was he he was a, uh, a great photographer, of video, but he he was a great teacher. He loved teaching others how to create. So I hope that's how I'll be uh, remembered. You know, it's like did a passion for. For teaching others how to create. Awesome, man. Well, we appreciate your awesome. time,
1: and and we want to make sure we extend you an invitation anytime you want to come back on. We'd love to have you and talk more about uh, digital media and video and all that other stuff we didn't get get to get to on this. Oh man, I'd
3: I'd love to. That would be great. I'd love to. Oh, man. It's great meeting you guys here on 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 the i say in the digital world, and hopefully in real life soon. Yeah, sounds <laughs> good, man. Absolutely. Thank you.
1: We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. All right.
3: Talk soon. Bye bye. Take care.
1: Do I still got you? Uh, seems like it. Ooh, yeah, you blink there.
2: <laughs> Didn't hold it. But yeah, man, he is a wealth of... I I like the energy that he brings to the table, man. His energy is amazing. Like, I felt it even through over the line. I can feel it over the line.
1: You know, you're going to take the picture and you're going to instantaneously put it out there on the line.
2: You mean online? You mean on the line? Mm -hmm.
3: Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. Love that movie.
1: Do you... You want to take a break quick, or you want to just jump
2: into what we were? Yeah, talking? let me let me let me go now because my dogs are barking. Let me go put them outside. Let them go to the restroom. I know they're hungry. That's the that's the they they really just we started feeding them twice a day now. So I'm trying. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to send you pictures of them so you can see what they look like now. They're before and afters. And um and so yeah, so they're a little anxious to eat right now. So we can um let me run down. Do that, let them out, and then we can come back and link up.
1: Okay. So how how long do you think? Just like maybe Not like even
2: like 20. I would say 15, 20 minutes because it's probably cold outside. Probably not even that much. Okay. Because <laughs> I like to let them go outside and let them run around, use the restroom, okay. play a little so bit. So
1: just, just say 15 minutes?
2: So say 7.45?
1: Yeah, 7.45. Perfect. All right. All right. Talk you a second.
2: I'm. Uh, I'm you just. Gonna,
1: I'm gonna just leave this open.
2: Hmm.
1: Huh? I'm just gonna leave this window open, so you don't need to click out of anything. We'll just don't come we right stop back.
2: Stop recording, though. No. What? Stop recording.
3: No. Oh, yeah.
1: Probably.